Hey there, listeners. Ruckman here. Two quick updates on this episode. We talked about going into story time and how I Mr. Magoo'd my way through Easter Sunday. Well, as I was telling the story and listening back to it, it really didn't have any real entertainment value there. And it just kind of felt like an awkward hanging bit at the end of the episode. So I went ahead and cut that. So if you guys hear us reference the story time coming up or me mentioning it sort of in the closing, I just couldn't really cut around those parts there. Uh, but that was it. that was definitely cut from the episode and could be talked about in the future if I think of a better way to present it in a more entertaining light. Uh, if you want to know what happened, go ahead and check out the video I post on our Twitter uh, about Sunday night, Monday morning. Uh, as for our Twitch account, as I say at the end of the episode, we are pushing for affiliate and we're getting pretty close. We just need a few. We just need everyone who's listening to the show. If you guys uh, can go ahead and go to the Twitch and follow us. I do, though, say that the Twitch is Crew 3 Podcast. However, our YouTube and Twitch accounts uh, have been changed to Crew 3 MTG. In discussing with the guys, we decided that to rebrand those two things uh, just to reference and show the fact that uh, you potentially see more outside of just Pioneer-related content. And as we just sort of bring you guys more magic content from us, that isn't to say that this podcast is going to lose its focus on Pioneer and that we are definitely committed to this being a mainly and highly pioneer-focused podcast. Uh, but, you know, we occasionally do drift off into other uh, format talks, but this is, will remain a pioneer-focused podcast. And just the YouTube channel and the Twitch account, which are now named Crew3MTG, uh, will now be reflective of sort of allowing us to maybe go into Arena to play some Limited, maybe play some Historic, play some Standard, and just so that you guys aren't always anticipating us to always bring you Pioneer videos and just lets us to help sort of expand and move into different formats when, you know, uh, metagames can get a little stale and things like that. Uh, but we look forward to bringing you guys more Pioneer content and look out again on that Twitch channel for this coming Friday. At about 7 p.m., I'll be streaming some Ikoria Limited from Arena, and then Sunday we'll be kicking back to MTGO for some Pioneer constructed deck lists. Uh, hopefully focusing on Ikoria cards depending on card availability. So uh, thanks for letting me have this quick little update with you guys, and thank you all for listening. gentlemen to another exciting episode and newly liberated episode of crew three podcast and we'll get into that in story time here because i think my apartment's haunted mm -hmm. uh anyway we have a lot uh, sorry as with me as always i'm your host ruckman with me as always are my co-host chris and ricky gentlemen say hello hey. hey how's it going and boys we have a lot of icoria spoilers to talk about here i'm pretty sure that's what's going to cover most of us today uh probably with them with some deck list ideas things we're looking at uh, the last time we recorded, I think we had, I would say, most of the Pineapple spoilers out. But, uh, you know, there's some cycles we didn't get a chance to talk about. There's plenty of cards we glossed over and have just been spoiled since then. Um, so let's get right into it. Where do we want to start? Do we want to talk about the land cycle, the ultimatums, the enchantment cycle? Where do we want to begin? Let's start ultimatums. I like the ultimatums. Let's start, let's start ultimatums. All right. So uh, remembering back to, what was that, the Alara? Mm-hmm. Alara, yep. Yep. So these are three colored spells, double of each, of uh, double of two colors, and then triple of. Triple. So it's double the ally, triple the, um, the off center color. Yeah. The off, yeah, yeah, the enemy color, right? Right. Um. So let's just let's just start with. Uh, so of course the cycle, they're all sorceries. 
The cycle is Runus Ultimatum and Mardu, Genesis Ultimatum and Teemer, Eerie Ultimatum and Abzan, Inspired Ultimatum in Jeskai, and Emergent Ultimatum in Sultai. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just let's start overall. Yeah, so, which does what? Uh, Runus Ultimatum is going to be a Commander All Star. Sure. Uh, destroy all non-land permanents your opponents control. control. If you're in Mardu, play all it. of your opponents. <laughs> yep. Uh, probably yep. don't play it in Pioneer, or you know. Probably don't play it in Pioneer. Maybe play it in Standard. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Um, Genesis Ultimatum, I think, is kind of interesting. The, the Teamer one. Uh, that of course, the Teamer one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That is, of course, look at the top five cards of your library. Putting them as permanent cards on the from among them onto the battlefield and the rest into your hand. Yeah. So this is boring. It's boring, but it's it's like decent. In my opinion, right? it's like, one of the strongest ones because it's got blue green in it, so it's easier to get to that. Um, like it's definitely not as like you're not gonna get the casters off Eldrazi, but like if I'm playing uh, Marvel, right? Like I would throw this as like a one of in my deck list. Like why not? Who's still tr- who's still trying to play Marvel into Fairy's World? I know several people still trying to do it, um, but they're also like playing Golos as well, which I think is a good shift. Uh, for that deck, but like, yeah, they, like that's as much as I think this card is gonna do, right? Like, if I'm if, if I'm wrong about this card, I'm not gonna be mad, but I don't think I'm gonna be wrong about this card, at least for now. See, I think they're actually, I think their playability is actually in the order that we're gonna talk about them. Really, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I put this one at number four. Because I think for this, pioneer for pioneer. Okay, I think this next one is probably in my top two, not the top three, which is of course Eerie Ultimatum. Which is our Abzan one, uh, which is return any number of permanent cards of different names from your graveyard to the battlefield. So you're not going to need doubles, but we can essentially put one of everything in our graveyard onto the battlefield. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty strong And that's permanence. So even if we're hitting lands, we're getting those back. Right. Right. But like, I feel like in the graveyard based decks, like your payoffs are way better in the graveyard based decks. Sure. Already, like with Emrakul or even just escaping Oro mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Okay. It's, like, way more mana efficient. Because, like, cause like uh, the deck that wants to play this probably plays Oro. And if you're playing Oro, you don't have cards to reanimate anyways. Sure. It just it just kind of reminds me of, like, the Rally decks back in the day. More than, like, Rally now, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I, um, I think it's just more interesting design space than the other two. The colors on this are Abzan, right? I think... Yeah. Yes. I think that this, of course, is going to be an All-Star and Commander. Sure. I think all of these are going to be All-Stars and Commander. Maybe, um, maybe not the Sultai one. No, I think all of them will be all, all stars and commander. Okay. Um, unlike in the first set, I think it was the Bant one is not playable in Brilliant commander. Ultimatum. Yeah. No, Clarion. Uh, it's target five permanents you control and search your library for another copy oh, of yeah. them and put them yeah, in play. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> but uh, Brilliant Ultimatum. Seems yeah, Brilliant play. Ultimatum is the the second best one, right? Yeah, it's the that's the one where you uh, you factor fiction, but you get to cast everything <laughs> in the pile. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it was. And then of course the uh, the Crixus one being the best called shot in all time. The Grixis one is insane, and that brings us nicely to the Jeskai one. Okay, yeah. Which uh, a lot of people like to compare to the Grixis one, sure. and I don't no, see No, this is it. the worst one, uh, in my opinion. Uh, I think this is not bad. Yeah. If this were instant speed, I wouldn't be able to cast it at instant speed, because my opponent has a Teferi in play. Teferi in play, yeah. But, but... Or we have, like, a Fires in play, and we can't cast it at instant speed. Yeah, actually, with <laughs> this deck is sweet. Or, this card is sweet. Um... Target player gains five life, deal five damage to any target, and then you draw five cards. Which, th- that's kind of the joke of this card, right? Like, oh, for blue, blue, I get to draw five cards. That's a sick rate. For red, 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 I get to deal something five damage. That's a sick rate. For white, white, I get five life. Gain five life? No, no, no. You, you give it to your yeah. opponent. Oh, you're right, it is target player. Mm-hmm. 
Silly me. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, creatures. Gain <laughs> Why five are we life? having this? No. Why are we giving our opponent five life? Uh, so we can stun on him. Okay, sure. It's for the flex. You would understand. It's 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 like draw. It's like having them draw the cards with expansion explosion, right? Right. And everybody else with the cruel tomatum, you're like, oh, but that gained you life and drew you cards and you killed something. But cruel tomatum actually like it. Uh, it takes things. Mm-hmm. Um, it, your opponent sacks a creature and you get a creature from your graveyard to your hand. Your opponent then discards three cards and then you draw three right. cards. And then your opponent loses five life and you gain right, five yeah. life. I, so like it's it like a people, took everything. It's like people that want to compare Demir Inverter to Splinter Twin or C Dash or Octopus to Ninja the Deep Hours. <laughs> I wow. think Wow. <laughs> you know. Love you. Mm-hmm. Uh but can we talk about the best one? Emergent Ultimatum? Emergent Ultimatum. The Sultai one. This is the best one. What does the Sultai one do? Well, for green, 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 okay. blue, blue, black, mm-hmm. black. You can search your library for three monocolored cards with different names. Exile them. An opponent picks one of those cards and says, no, shuffle that one back. And then you cast the other two for free. It's just like better gifts than given, right? Yeah. With just more restrictions? Well, they also so pass through it, it's restricted. So it cannot, it has to be monocolored or else you could chain emergent ultimatums. Right. Yeah. Which is uh, degenerate. Right. Which, uh, would but, this card still be broken if it just said a card other than Emergent Ultimatum? And, but it let you get multicolored? Yes. Like, this card's just way better than that, right? 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 If that's the case? I think it's still broken, because you go get the... In, in Limited, you get the other Ultimatums. <laughs> right, right. You get the other Ultimatums, yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, but, either way, in Pioneer, if you get Omniscience, Enter the Infinite, Jace Wielder of Mysteries... Oh, we just win. Your opponent has to give you Omniscience and Jace Wielder of Mysteries, and then they have to pray. Yeah. Okay, um, so some field of, field of Lotus Field tech here. Right, uh, so like, Brilliant Ultimatum is not actually in Pioneer. It might not see play, but this is in green. Mm-hmm. So we had, like, this is a growth spiral deck. Like, this is a deck where we're going to ramp is. into yeah. and find, um, like, like this is a deck in itself. Like, the Emergent Ultimatum deck. Sure. It could even be, like, a weird Sultai Inverter build. Mm-hmm. And you can just, like, ramp into Emergent Ultimatum if you wanted well, to. Well, we unfortunately can't go get uh, Inverter. We can't get Inverter here, but, I mean, why not throw it in the deck? Right, sure, right. sure, sure, sure. I mean, we're already playing anyway. Jace. Yeah. 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 Um, so it sort of becomes like a like a, another version of like the Possibility Storm deck, but this is a little more self-contained because it's a one-card combo. Yeah. Technically two cards uh, because you have to secretly have a, another Enter the Infinite in your hand. Yeah. Um, because, or, or another way to find another ult- another. Sure, like uh, a, like a granted or something like that to go get one out of your board. Yeah, exactly. Real quick, worth just to stop I mean, putting into our listeners' minds. Um, there's now two cards that you can lock your opponent out of the game with in combination with Possibility Storm. One being Deferi, and new being this uh, the other one being this new one three for two that's in white. Which did we talk about him last time? I don't know if we did or not. We did. I don't not. know if we did or not. Are we hitting cycles first? We're hitting those cycles first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I just want to bring that up. I think if we talked about him last thought. time. That's a, that's something yeah. you could definitely okay. do. Is is play your possibility storm first, and like they can't respond uh, to your to your. Digger. This is an interesting thought. Tell me your interesting thoughts. Actually, I'll give you one. I penny do like that. No, no, I said I like that. Oh, okay, gotcha. like your interesting thought. Uh, All right, so let's you talk think, about the mythos. You think, you oh, wait, think, no, uh, you think emergence is the best then? I mean, that's it. I do. I do like that. That application. Um, I definitely think eerie though could be more exciting than inspired. But now that I thought about playing inspired ultimatum in fires, I'm definitely more into it. 
Um, so, like, Eerie is interesting, but, like, uh, like we're in a graveyard deck, we're either Dredge and we're never getting to 7 mana. Sure. Or we're an Oro deck, which okay. is getting to 7 mana, but we're not going to have our graveyard around to do okay, it. Okay, that's fair. Um, I want to spin the wheel. It's also, like... <laughs> no, I'm just going like, to put it out with, there right uh, now. I want to spin the wheel. With what? Give with me Genesis the teamer one. I want the teamer one. Oh, okay. the teamer one spins the wheel. I want to spin the wheel. The yeah, wheel. I sure. want my big boys in play. Okay. Any permanents? We're throwing. We're throwing everything. We're throwing Ugins. It's like we could let's battle this in our uh, in our unexpected results deck. So, are, is this just a uh, a worse version of what's that one that just keeps hitting until you hit a non land? Unexpected results. No, 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 no. The one that Lupin. keeps going. No. Um, the green like sorcery that just keeps hitting until you hit a non permanent card. Primal. Primal Genesis. Primal Vigor. Primal Surge. Primal Surge. Primal Surge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a smaller Primal Surge. The Primal Surge costs 10 mana. Sure. That's a smaller one. You know, that can go through your whole deck. Like, I'm thinking, like, man, like, because we probably want to play some non-creature spells with it, like non-permanents, right? So we can kind of ramp into Genesis Ultimatum. Sure, sure. It's just got to hit, like, um, one or two payoff cards. That's what I'm saying, you know? Unexpected sure, results, okay. people are playing that with six or seven, six lands in play and flipping just to see what it flips in the one. This gets us to the top five, and the rest of them we draw. Yeah. It's not like the rest of them go away forever, right? The other that ones we true. get. Yeah. <laughs> like, we get those um, cards to our hand. Also, Ricky, I want to point out that um, we will be able to cast Inspired Ultimate in Instant Speed uh, because we'll also have a Teferi in play when our opponent doesn't. Oh. Oh, this is true. This is we can true. Also cast Quicken, we we? can cast. Why would we do that? We have Teferi. We have That's Teferi. True, true. true. He, he pluses for Quicken. He pluses for Quicken. That's right. That's right. That's added on there. It's just, it was funny we were just talking about before this podcast started, like, how, like, dumb. Like, look at Vivian. Like Vivian starts with like yeah, three we, loyalty. We, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go to Vivian, right? But mana. like when, when we we were like like we skipped cards. There's like man, cards are so push. We didn't talk about Vivian, which we'll, we'll get to Vivian's teaser for later. We'll get sure. to Vivian. We'll get to Vivian. Um, um, we talked about most of the mythos. All that were spoiled except for mythos of Aluna, which sucks so much. I don't even want to talk about it. It's just a it's just a clone effect. Are any of them good? It's so most bad. of them are so bad. Uh, the black the th- one, I would say the white one will be standard playable for sure. What does the white yeah. one do? Um, it is tragic arrogance for four mana. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. I, I looked at the green um, one. The green one's okay. Like I get back two permanent cards. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, like, uh, but like, you get to like go, go into your... you, like it into. See, the thing is, I, I like it because if you just play it in green, it's okay. The entomb part of it is like meh, but they just sure. green for just green. It's like all right, I'd play that. You know what I'm saying? Like, but like nobody plays regrowth already. Yeah, it's or double streams. I get two permits. Back. Nobody played Wildest Dreams. Yeah, exactly. Wildest Dreams is better. It's true. I do like me some Wildest Dreams. But this costs one less than Wildest Dreams if you play it uh, for if you're getting two permits back. And it doesn't exile itself, so okay. we can uh, um, snap cast rip it. Yeah, okay, Mythos, Mythos is just a bad clone effect that can make it fight. Like, yeah. Right. And what ha- like it's just like that sucks too of just like you you can only it's just a thing that only matters if you get a creature with it. Like if I get any copy any other permanent. That clause just doesn't matter. True. It's nifty that for four mana, like, I used to be our clones only copied creatures. So, like, now they can copy anything. So we can copy our yeah, opponents like, we already have, like, clever, clever Impersonator. Right. Yeah, you can But I'm saying this This is just, you know, it's this is the new times. We're not getting our... This is not Throne of Eldrain anymore, you know? You don't get everything. Clever Impersonator was from cons. I know. It was from forever ago. But I'm just saying, we're not in that time anymore. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Our, so our overpowered the, uh... cards are all creatures now. Okay. Can we do the mythic cycle now? The the mythic or the enchantments? The the mythics, the humans. The the mythic humans, sure. Because I mean, two of, one of them, two of them weren't spoiled yet. So we've talked about Kudro. We've talked about a little bit about Riel. 
Um, we've which talked I, nothing about Riel. I we've done a little bit about Riel. Um, we can go into Riel again because I think Riel is like the spicy one. Yeah, well, like we've talked Kudro to death. Um, um, in Pioneer good. and other formats. Yeah, the card's insane. The card's good. All right, moving on. We talked Cheville. Uh, we've no. Did we talk Cheville? No, we actually didn't talk Cheville. We've only right. talked about Kudro really because all the like Cheville yeah. and Riel were kind of. Riel. But the more I look at Riel, the more I'm into it. Uh, Riel is interesting. I think uh, that she's going to be a commander all star. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who uh, are listening at home, uh, three mana for a zero three that gets plus one plus zero oh for each instant or sorcery in our graveyard, uh, but not in exile, unfortunately, like the Crackling Drake does. Yeah. And Crackling Drake draws us a card. But mm-hmm. she does say whenever you discard one or more cards for the first time each turn, you draw that many cards. And of course, she casts her one and is it. So uh, if your opponent thought seizes you, you draw a card. Value. Oh, I didn't think of, I didn't think about that. Yeah, um, like I was thinking of just like man, if we have like we put like allied alliance or uh, improbable alliances, right? We cycle a card. We're just always gonna get a dude off of the alliance. Oh yeah, which oh, is yeah. probably like good enough for standard, but probably not for pioneer. I don't think there's a standard but, like uh, red blue deck out there featuring this card. There's there's a standard red blue deck that features a bunch of cards. Yeah, I'm just saying I think this card could definitely um, be in there. But, like, every time I think about this card, I just think about, like, wind falling. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's all I want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's Commander, so... Yeah. I think she'll probably do something, like... But she's not, like, really combo enabler. She's a little frail. Um, can we just fill our decks with, like, cathartic reunions and stuff like that and just see how far we can go? Like, sure. You draw a bunch of cards. That's nice. I like drawing cards. Yeah. Um... But is, then you have to delve away your cards, and she gets weaker. Yeah. Is Kinnon good enough outside of Modern? Um, Kinnon is going to break Commander and Modern. And it's also pretty legacy. good in pi- Pioneer, though. I mean, we have so many mana dorks. Um, so in Pioneer, we banned him already. Uh, Leyline of the Kinnian <laughs> yeah. is already banned. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you don't get except- that for free. Except uh, the Leyline of Kinian only put 1-1 counters on all of our Llanowar Elves. Uh, this one decides to let us just cast big dudes. <laughs> yeah. Um, this this card could be a problem. Like at, The saving grace is it can be Wild Slash, it can be Fatal Push, right. it can be Stomping Gianted. Right, it dies to everything. It dies to everything. You, you, you sneeze Thank in its direction, God. it dies to coronavirus. Thank God Sorry. it dies to everything. Yeah. Or I would not hear the end. Like, I'm pretty sure they were in testing. They're like... I don't know, guys. I'm thinking 1-4. Yeah. No, 1-4? Are, are you kidding me? In this, this card, they were in testing. They were like, this should be a 4-4 with flying and trample. That's what they were thinking. Oh, yeah. That's At least a 5-5 five, five vanilla. Minimum. Minimum. Make sure you place a hexproof counter it, on a creature. Like, exactly when, right. when, when, when I Cory was first being spoiled, I was like, man, this set doesn't seem as broken as Eldraine or Theros. But the more I look at it, I'm like, no, the brokenness you just have to think more about. There's nothing here that feels like... Or there isn't as many cards that feels overtly broken, like Theros or Eldraine, right? I think that this whole year was, uh, I think since, like, War of the, like War of the Spark was good. I don't think War of the Spark was broken. We got Teferi, which is annoying. Like, we got some good cards for sure. Karn, mm-hmm. um, Ugin, a lot of strong Planeswalkers. It was an interesting design space. But then from M20 and then this block, I know it was three separate blocks, but it's a block. Yeah. And the, like... The theme of this block is overpowered, over, push. overpowered pushed stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Like, it's just, like, Eldraine is so pushed. Eldraine is so pushed. I mean, Adventure is going to be one of the strongest mechanics we see made in, like, for years to come. Yeah, like, Theros was pushed out, like... Watts is going to say, hold my beer to that one, I'm going to tell you what. Yeah. Like, they were like, escape, yeah, you just... It's like flashback, but you just keep flashing it back. That's fine, right? Nobody nobody cares about that, right? But, like, 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 I've seen people talk with Kinnon, and they're just like... We play Prophetic Prism and Terrarian, and we just go nuts. I'm just like, when people like, are talking about playing Prophetic Prism because of a mythic, like... Like, in modern, like, everybody's already playing Astrolabe. Like, Kinnian is just gonna, like, blow up in modern, for sure. Yeah. My thing is, like, <sighs> and I wonder in some of the things before that, like, the ramp is just so good already. Like, in, the thing is, like, in every other format, I think this card would be, like, one of the most insane things ever. But, like, here it's like, well... Like, you know, I already had Orboreal Grazer uh, that doesn't require any effort, right? I already have the um, the Simic uh, Instant that lets you put a land into play and draw a card. But this guy is ramp and payoff for the ramp. That's true. Yeah, he's got a second ability. <laughs> just, just like, it's just, it's <laughs> the only, like I said, the only saving grace is you look at this card and it just dies. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that it uh, adds extra mana is there, but it also, for seven mana, we put cards into play. For those of you who haven't seen it, it's a uh, five colorless blue green. Look at the top five cards of your library. You may put a non-human creature card from among from among them onto the battlefield, and the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. Hey, Chris, I heard you said you like you want to spin the wheel. Yeah, I do want to spin so, the Chris, wheel. Is, can you remind me? Is Ulamog a human? No. <laughs> oh, is uh, is Emrakul a human? No, but we don't get the cast triggers though. Oh, oh wait. Uh, well, that's good because. Uh, I sure wouldn't want anything broken like a thirteen thirteen with flying right, in play. Right, yeah, or in modern a fifteen fifteen with annihilator. However many. <laughs> yeah. You also forgot pro instance. Yeah. Oh, but don't worry. It can't put Urza into play, so it's probably fine. Mm-hmm. It can't. It can't put Ugin into play. Yeah, this card. I don't know that it could be stated how like this. <sighs> Which two mana creature is the most busted creature in this set, and maybe of the last like several years? Man, so here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like. For those who watched and hopefully enjoyed the Professor's Top 5 Pioneer videos, which he helped them sort of craft that list, right? Right. Um, when we did that, we sort of had to help make him make that list almost right after we finished the last episode. Right. So we didn't have the full spoilers out no, here. Yeah. And for the most part, I think this is pretty spot on. Oh, yeah. But, like, Kinnon is definitely a, consider- a card that it's, like, could have made that list. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, like... Is it? It's the first or second most strong strongest card in the set, right? Is that crazy? It's in the top five. It's it's probably it's probably people. in the top five now. Yeah. Um. So can we move on to the bad ones? Sure. I think the Boros one isn't overtly bad. We got to work for it. Cause hear me. Okay. Out. Can we look at Kudro and can we look at Kinian and can we look at Riel and then say, can we move on to the bad <laughs> ones? <laughs> well, if you put it like that, All let's right. talk about Cheville. <laughs> Okay, well, okay, well, sure. Cheville is a green and a black for a 1-3 human rogue with death touch. He is the bane of monsters. And he says, the beginning of your upkeep, if your opponents control no permanents with bounty counters on them, put a bounty counter on target creature or planeswalker and opponent controls. Whenever a permanent an opponent controls with a bounty counter dies, you gain three life and you draw a card. Yeah. Wow, for two mana? Look at how good this art is, though. The art it's is It's great dope. art. Like, that's... But can I look at Kinian? 
I don't think there's sure. an I in okay. the last part right. of his name. You keep saying, you keep calling him Kinian. I think it's just Kinnan. Whatever. I just in the first part of his name. <laughs> <laughs> he's Look, got Ricky's, so much value Ricky's on fan, him. Ricky is fan favorite. Like, they don't care about how badly he pronounces Call every card that we talk about. Look, he he makes so much value, he can buy another He can buy a vowel. He can matter. buy a vowel. That's fair. That's fair. He'd be... I'm just saying, like, for green and another color, we get all this value. Then over here, for green and black, we get a Mario Party minigame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just I wonder what the, I guess every card can't be the most OP broken thing of all time. Like I'm looking I'm looking at Kenny I'm looking at Cheville, right? Uh-huh. And my question about him is is his weapon like some lower jaw of Yeah. Like I can't yeah. like I can't even think about a question as to how like what can we do with this card? My question is just like what's going on in this artwork? I think like, he looks, looks like, like the tooth. monster hunter from Monster Hunter. <laughs> like half this card's art like this whole set is Monster Hunter, and then there's a couple other cards like Kudra that definitely aren't Monster Hunter. But still, are Monster Hunter. This is this is Monster Hunter the set. Like, forget the Godzilla cards. This is just Monster Hunter. Yeah, true. I actually think this this set is like uh, blacklight uh, metal posters. Yeah, that's what this whole set is to me. Like, like Song of Creation, like oh Titan's gosh, Nest, yeah. like so many cards in this uh, set, and all the alt arts. All the alt arts are just like straight up. Like, the comic art on this, a lot of these cards are amazing. The blacklight felt like posters. Is what and it's so like sad that all the Godzilla stuff is like, no one's talking about the other art like forms, right? Like, like you're talking, that art art is amazing. But anyway, but also, also, uh, do you know how we get any of these different art ones? No. Oh, good. I don't either. No, I think they're just different rates in packs. Yeah. It's just like the Godzillas are harder to open than the other alt art, the other showcase. Yeah. Chase rates. And Anyways. then, and then on Arena. If you draft, you get a Godzilla art, or buy so many packs, you get so many Godzilla arts. Pay to win. What's nice about Arena, though, is you will not get a duplicate. They will keep giving you a different one. Yeah. So draft 18 times, you get all the Godzilla cards. All but the 50-pack one that you have to buy, the like, the box equivalent of, which is, like, 50 The one bucks. that's actual, factual Godzilla. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's, like, two um, other so Godzillas. Anyway. Uh, Winota? So, Winota, all right. Can we just call her Winota, um, just to make me happy. Sure. Um, excuse me, there's a T in that name. Yeah, I'm doing that ironically. Yeah, okay. <laughs> She's Winona. Rider Joiner of Focus. Forcus. Right. Thank you. Uh, uh, Fortuna Boros. She's a 4-4 human warrior. That whenever a non-creature you control attacks the top six cards of your library, you may put a human creature card from among them on the battlefield tapped and attacking. It gains indestructible until end of turn. Put the rest of the cards in the bottom of your library in a random order. Yeah. We've talked a lot about this card. Boy, in our, Commander in our is fun. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to make this work. You are? Yeah, spoiler, yeah. it doesn't work that great. Uh, like, the best option I've come up with is, like, Rabblemaster and Warboss. Yeah, somebody uh, in the but Discord like, had a really good call. It might have, it was, it may have been Ozzy or Wombat who were, like, um, talking about, uh, like, Precinct Captain, like, things that make non human tokens but are that come off of humans are pretty nifty. Sure. That way you get your token, yeah. you get your triggers off of your little tokens, but that come from your humans. Because the thing is it's hard to find that balance of like how do you find enough hits because you have to attack with a non human, but you can only get a human, right? So it's like yeah. It's it's pretty tough to find that balance. If she had like haste or something like that as well, just so she can get in the fray at the same time, is it better? Oh uh, I mean but she doesn't trigger. I mean that's like sure, like you're right there, but like she just kind of... She's almost like an enchantment, right? Yeah. 
Like, I mean, you want to play her the turn that you can swing with some non-human. That's true. Sure. I mean, to be fair, if you do go, like, Legion Warboss, and then, um, you know, if they kill the Warboss and you keep the token, you can play this and then attack with your token and get her trigger. So, it, that's that's something. It's per human, right? Per non-human? Yeah. It is per, yeah. Which is why I'm thinking, like, Warboss and Realmaster, like, your best options to play. Right, yeah. That'd probably be, like, one of the only non-humans I would play. And then try and play, like, Precinct Captains or... Uh, Legion's and like landing. two of her, yeah. like two of her, like turn one Lana War Elf into like Rabble Master is like turn three. You're looking at like three triggers. Sure, if, you're, if your opponent's just like brain dead, <laughs> they're doing nothing. The good, the, the good news is she doesn't die to Fatal Push or any burn spell. She does die to Fatal Push. She's still she dies in the second half of Fatal Push. All right. Well, how often does that happen? Not too pretty often. often. Fabled Passage. Yeah, is Fabled Passage is a pretty crazy card. In this yeah. Format. They gave out them for free in the in the dual decks. <laughs> True. Yeah. All right. Um, so the first three cards of the set are this cycle are very good. Op busted. Chris, can we get the certified op busted? Um. No. 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 I don't. For the humans. No. No. no, no. Not on Not certified. Only canon is certified op busted. That's what I'm saying. You don't think Kudro no, is op I busted? I, I actually didn't like that card until you guys told me more about it, and then I, I still think it's like okay. I think I think it is a fine card. I, don't, I I wouldn't even call it like super good. And in my opinion, it's far from OP busted. That's fine. I just meant Kinnon is OP busted. I'm just saying we're getting like OP busted. Like, yeah, we could do some stuff to like Winota and Chevel being like, well, we can play these in limited. True, true. You, oh, you gotta, I want to play Chevel. You got to work for oh, the definitely. OP busted rating. We're not just handing them out over here. You know what I'm saying? No, but I want to hand out to Kinnon. Yeah. Kinnon, like, show up to the school already with the OP busted, like, recommendation letter. General Kudro has three paragraphs of text. And the two of the paragraphs are, like, not that great. All the paragraphs are great on that card. They're, like, okay. They're okay. He yeets boys, I would Chris. rather. <laughs> what does he do with dinosaurs? Yeet. That's what I want to know. <laughs> That's wow. what he's eating things at. Uh, I like Riel more than I like Kudro. But I understand that. Oh, all right. Wow. All right. Yeah, that's the that's the is it um, that I like. So. Hey, Ricky, we haven't discussed this yet. Um, have you thought of a pie bet for this set yet? Um, pie bets. We might have to put pie bet on hold for this set just because we don't know what what uh, yeah. what events are going to yeah, happen. That, we don't want to throw around any infected pies. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, not just that. Just like. Uh, what I, events I want, are we going to count is the thing. I want to try to convince you to back Narset, because I'm pretty sure Narset is worst mythic in the set. No, I. why would I... You. There was no way I was going to back Narset. I'm so down on that I don't know. That was a hope that I had. <laughs> to be fair, Ruckman won the last one, and we still have not pied Ricky's face, I believe. That's fine. That is true. So, uh, Ricky's got a pie coming. I'm the one who told you guys that there was an instant that was going to give a creature flying tokens. Hopefully... Yeah, but you said that was Mutate. Yeah, I did. I was a little off. Okay. Look, it's it's a multi it's a multiple choice. Look, this is college, and on a multi choice answer question, if you don't get all of them right, you don't get half credit. But to be fair, I was not. I was cut off from my power source. I was not allowed in an Applebee's at the time. Mm, this is fair. Oh. Uh, Applebee's is where I come up with my best magic uh, game design ideas, mm-hmm. sure. uh, such as uncommon planeswalkers with static abilities. We were on the way to Applebee's when we had that conversation. We were in the Applebee's having that conversation. No, we were in my car when that conversation happened. No, no, you shook my hand in the Applebee's for the free box of War of a Spark. That's true. So all Uh, what you're saying is all great magic related things happen in large chain dining areas, which is why Applebee's is our next conquest. Now that we have the Olive Gardens, that's true. We don't have we don't have their patrons, but we do have their followage on Twitter. Exactly. Which is like almost the same. thing. Almost the same thing, basically. All right, what's next here? 
the uh, uh, the, the enchantment cycle. Uh, because man, um, some of these are real poopy. Some of these could have been bu- op busted, uh, but they figured that out. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Anyway, but then I think two of them are standouts. Uh, Offspring's Revenge, the Mardu one for two and Mardu, uh, which of course is red, white, black. Uh, at the beginning of combat on your turn, exile target red, white, or black creature card from your graveyard. Create a token that's a copy of that card, except it's a 1-1, one, one, it gains haste on a turn. So they kill Mama, and you gotta still worry about the baby. Yeah. I don't think this card is Pioneer playable. It'll be sweet uh, and commander. But let me tell you, this card is bonkers in standard. Standard? You can just make copies of Gary. Oh, yeah, Jesus. D- like, don't you have to exile the card that you picked, though? Yeah. Yeah, in my graveyard. The Gary in my graveyard can become a Gary in real life. I don't care how big Gary is. I mean, I'm just saying, you have Nightmare Shepherd for that kind of thing. And now, but now you have oh, to play... Oh, we're going to play him, but too. But now you have to play, like, two more colors to try and make it work. This is, this is my... This, if, if I could press X for that right here, I would. Oh. oh but I want to press fine. X for Jason. <laughs> this, is, this is a sweet card. Definitely a commander. I, I, I think we'll see some standard play. Um, is this a standard set just made to supplement the commander decks? A lot of it feels like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now to one of the good ones. Ooh. Song of Creation. Wow. Be- like, one of the best arts in the set. Was, and this one wasn't out when we talked last time? This oh, was, was. We didn't talk oh, about okay. it. Oh, okay. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Uh, for one and a teamer, green, blue, red, uh, you may play an additional land on each of your turns. Whenever you cast a spell, draw two cards. At the beginning of your end step, discard your hand. I love this card a lot. I am going to instantly try it in Lotus Field. It is safer to play Whirlwind. I I don't think so. I This card, to me, is just way better. Because now, anytime we untap our lands, we're drawing two cards to dig deeper. If you play this, mm-hmm. you will lose. Like, you're going to, like... You're going to, like, play this, and you're going to have, like, two mana floating for your hidden strings, and you're going to cast it, and you're going to draw, like, two lands. And then you're going to end your turn and discard your hand, and then you're stuck. I'm not saying we're going no, all well, hold on. We I'm had, saying we're playing, like, two copies you, of this You card. just assumed that we had no other cards in hand, because with our hidden string, we just untapped, like, the like our two lotus fields. And, like, yeah. it's not that, oh, yeah, that one card let us do it. It's the fact that we probably have, like, one or two other spells in hand, which are which are going to knit us four cards on top of whatever else they do. Because, like, with this, we almost, like, we're still playing the Fae of Wishes, right? Because, like, we still want to, like, try and insta-win. Um, but this can just make it so you just keep digging and going, and you almost don't have to Fae of Wishes for the Jace out of your board. Because, like, we st- also still just have Underworld Breach. Now we're playing the spells out of our yard again. Right. Right, yeah. Like, look, look, I was a big proponent of Pyromancer Swath, and that was a big card. And that was like, you're like, okay, game's over, we're going all in, Pyromancer Swath now. If we if we work out the conditions for it, this is my pieback card. But you can't whiff the Pyromancer Swath, because Pyromancer Swath is like your win con. This if, we card, work out, if we work out the conditions, this is my pieback card. I will die on a hill for this card. This card, like, it's hard to cast off of Lotus Field. It's not harder to cast than Whirlwind of Thought. Right, it's not. I don't think Whirlwind of Thought's a good card either. I mean, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to it. Whirlwind of Thought's a worse card than this. Because yeah. green has all the better versions. Green's the better card. Green's the best color right now in Magic. That's true. You're not wrong there. But I think this card is a trap. I think this card is going to cause a lot of sad hand discards. 
I mean, there's gotta be ways to play around it though, because like if you could just like yeah, it's called underworld breach. <laughs> underworld breach aside, <laughs> like, like just like uh, there's there's gotta be things we're thinking of with like creatures that draw you extra cards. Like all it takes is a couple cards to just like chain through your deck, you know? Hey, you, Mythos you have of to be going off. You have to be going off this turn. Like you have to be going no, off. No, you no, you don't. Like right. Like once you play this card, like you are four mana down on the turn. So that means like. Even well, if you're, ramping, you're like, you get to play an extra land though. Okay, so we're three mana down on the turn. Mm-hmm. Like already. I am not and playing this card right then without and there. like another way to do something else. Like, like maybe I'm not, this, maybe this is card, a two of this maybe card is one of in your board to wish for. That's I'm saying this is like a two of and like like I said like a wish board card. We're not main boarding four copies of this card. Oh, I think I'm, I think okay. there's a deck that will. I think there's somebody I, somewhere who's gonna who will use this to go off. I mean. I, yeah, sure, like, I definitely think it's possible. I think this is the best one out of the cycle. What's that uh, old card? If they, played all, recycle. If recycle they didn't was fix Titan's Nest. But Recycle doesn't discard your hand. It says your hand limit is two. Still. It's way different. I've, I don't I'd know. Ra- like I'd I said, rather have if, discard. If we, figure, if we can figure out the stipulations on what events count properly, this is my Pie Bat card. I will die on this hill. Yeah. Recycle uh, the six mana enchantment from uh, from Tempest. It looks like you skip your draw step. Whenever you play a card, now this is the difference. Whenever you play a card, so like lands countered, you drew one card and your maximum hand size will change. So you can train off with this card. Like we could just like if we play a pour over the pages, for example. Like hell, we just got to draw like what six cards. Yeah. Means we had nine mana already. Yeah, we're playing Lotus Field. Yeah, or or just in ramp. Ramp gets to insane amounts of mana. Like mana is not a problem in this format. You know. We have there's just so much. Play, yeah, like, so much just, good. Rank. I think this card is way too risky. We've got Kenan. Kenan. How do we say oh it? Kenan. Kenan and Kel. How do I say that? Right? Also, um, if you activate his ability, uh, you don't get to draw cards. Who's ability? Sure. Kenan. But sure. I wouldn't play this in Kenan. I like like Lotus Field is already. I'm like, talking about him as ramp. A risky deck. Sure. I understand what you're saying. I think this is one of the strongest of the enchantments. That's all. That's this all. Is to say the, about that. This is the I, strongest of the enchantments. Yeah, I don't think so. I think this one. I think these enchantments. All right. Uh, I think that these enchantments aren't very good. Okay. Any of them. I think that Titan's Nest is probably the closest. Titan's Nest could have been broken if they didn't fix a certain clause in there. Um, but I think that uh, Song of Creation is a big trap. I think whirlwind of thoughts. We'll get to the other cards, but I, I right, think let's let's then let's let's continue on with the with the cycle here. But just for just on the record, once again, I've said this so many times already. This would yes. be my pie bet card. That would be your pie bet card. Uh, okay, this is, this is a bad pie bet card because uh, yeah, you can play one of in your wish board, and you're not. Gonna I've get I've made pie bets on worse cards. No, no, no. What I'm saying is like I would be dumb to take that because like sure. it's going to show up in sideboards for wish board. I was going to say at least, like, two main board. We can work off these details on Twitter. Okay. Anyway, anyway. Death's Oasis. Oasis. Abzan, just straight Abzan, no no colorless. Whenever a non-token creature you control dies, put the top two cards of your library into your graveyard. Then return a creature card with less converted mana cost than the creature that died from your graveyard to your hand. For one mana, sacrifice Death's Oasis. You gain life great, equal to the greatest converted mana cost on creatures you control. It's just Scrap Trawler for creatures, right? Right. Yep, this is a great commander card. Uh, then Titan's Nest, uh, which is the one that could have been busted, and I was luckily 
point out to that it isn't busted. Right. Because uh, I definitely missed the clause here. Uh, for one insult, I, at the beginning of your upkeep, look at the top card of your library. You may put that card into your graveyard. Uh, exile a card from your graveyard. Add col- So this is a separate clause now. Uh, exile a card from your graveyard. Add colorless mana. Spend this mana to cast colored spells with, without excess mana cost. So I thought this card was OP busted until I was pointed out to the colored clause. Right. We're not casting it over Azzy's. Yeah, that I think makes this card kind of poopy. Yeah, I think this card is is close. Like, essentially, you give all of your cards delve. And the point of delve though is that that only those cards have delve. Right. Like, if if every card wants to utilize your graveyard as a resource, then you're not going to have enough graveyard to go around. True. True. I, my point is like, um, in this case, you- like it helps you get there because it flips a card on its own. And it helps you scry. And then, two, it's going to be, like, your most important ones that do it, right? Like, and you don't have to delve the entire cost. Like, if you're smart about how your delves, like, my thought was this is already in Delirium Colors, you know? Um, if there's something we need to cast to, like, cast alongside or whatever else, I think this card could be could be useful. Um, again, we I... We can't use it to cast our Emrakul? No, we can't. That's for sure. But we can use it to cast our Ishkanal, you know? We can't use it to cast our Walking Ballistas? True. True. Yep. Uh, for, for uh, a lot of I reasons, think but. we can't use it to cast um, any X spells. Right. But I mean, the X spells isn't the most relevant part. It's really the colorless thing is the most relevant, I think, for Pioneer. Uh, the X, X thing is there, because like, the X thing is pretty relevant for like going off with like a huge... Um... It, fireball. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Fireball, fireball should I not just, have delve. Can we, can we give props to Watsi for having the foresight... And the smarts to actually add that colored clause, though, like, for sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, with... I think these enchantments are good, well-designed cards. Yeah. Um. So, like, Titan Dust then... is a fun card in Commander. Death Waste is a really fun card in Commander. Whirlwind of Thought is a good card. Titan Dust is probably my second thought is, is the Jeskai one, uh, which is of course one in Jeskai that is just whenever you cast a non-creature spell, draw a card. So here's my thing. Two years ago, you told me this card was getting printed. I would tell you you're a liar because that's too good of a card. And nowadays, in the world of Okos and uh, Hydroid Kraisi mm-hmm. and uh, Kinians and Oros, Oros uh, to you. I'm just like and Kenyans. Yeah, and Kenya. Uh, no, no, no. Hold on. <laughs> um, Maybe that's our one listener in Africa. This uh, this card is just like underwhelming. Did anybody else just like? Oh, is that it? Yeah. I just draw a card. Well, well, it, feels under- it feels underwhelming when I look at Song of Creation. Yeah, it feels bad in comparison to that one. I think this card's way better than Song of Creation. It's not as flashy as Song of Creation. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Twitter poll when this episode goes live. Which one's better, Song of Creation or World One to Thought? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll look okay. forward to hearing from you guys what are your favorite is. I, I think this card could be standard playable. Like, um, is this at all interesting in like a Fires deck for any reason? Just to help replace stuff? Or... Like, but you can't cast any more spells. It's definitely bad in fires, right? We have to cast two spells. Yeah, I mean, we cast fires. We get to cast this, and then from then on, we're going off. We get to draw a bunch of cards. I don't know. It's something to think about. Like I said, this card. I'm with you. Like this card is probably like too strong in formats of past, where it's like I think there's a lot of decks that would just be fine taking a turn off to cast this, you know. But now that like now that like our cycling does other stuff, like we get to cycle and make a shark flying shark thing. It's like this just doesn't feel as good when like a lot of our cards. You are, are way too high on the voracious shark. The no sharknado. No, sharknado. Yeah. 
Oh, okay, yeah, The yeah, one that cycles okay. and makes you a dude for free. No. Bew, 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 lightning round. Let's hit all the companions really quickly. Uh, we talked about half of them. Um, well, let's just go again. All right, Luris, busted card. This Lutri. card is good. You were right. Uh, I, I was wrong. Luris is, is a good card. Uh, Hold Lutri, on. Whoa, whoa, wait, we need to stop a lightning round for one second. Nobody else wants to save for that moment a little bit longer? Oh, believe That's me, I, I'm going to... This, this is all recorded. Okay, gotcha. I'm going to go back and... Replay I'll have that times. played in... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, thank you. Uh, Lutri, banding commander, because commander. commander knows what I want. Yeah. Um, Umori the Collector. I don't know. Pick creatures. This card might do something. I don't know what it the, does. The Azorius one? No. That's the, That's the Golgari uh, one. The green-black one. This one where you pick you pick a card type and everything of that type costs one less. Oh, okay. Um, it probably breaks in commander somehow, but not as a companion, just in the in the deck. Zerda. Does it work with cycling? I don't know. Um, yes, it does work with cycling, and this card is good. Uh, uh, I will Karuga. tell you it's good, but I'm not... I'm, it's good, but I'm not the going ones to that we be playing it before. in my main deck. Uh, break them down. Okay. Uh, Zerda, real quick. Uh, this card is a 3-mana three 3-3 three, three fox that says each permanent... Or, sorry, each permanent card in your starting deck has the activate has an activated ability. This gets to be your partner, or your companion, sorry. Mm-hmm. And abilities you activate that aren't mana abilities cost two less to activate, which cannot reduce it to less than one mana. So we can't pay zero for cycling, but we sure can pay one. Oh, um, yeah. This is the one that goes infinite with the Grim Monolith, right? Yes. Yes, it goes infinite with a Grim Monolith. No, 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 it does, it does. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is a Grim Monolith. Everything goes infinite with Grim Monolith <laughs> and Basalt Monolith. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Kinnon also goes infinite with Grim Monolith. And Basalt Monolith. Yes. Uh, pay one and tap Oh, this one this says that aren't creature can't abilities. Block I see one. what you're saying. Yeah. But no, 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 the untapped clause, though, isn't an amount ability. Oh, okay, gotcha. Fair enough. Yep. So, Kruga the Macro Sage... We talked about probably just played in your seventy five. I don't know if it needs to be a companion. Yeah, it's gonna be a good like drop on your seventy five to draw a bunch of cards. Um, Morian, um, can, can we I save hear... that one? Sure. All right, Garuda. It does a lot of cast fatal push of thoughtsies. I've been told it's really bad. I love it, but it's probably not my companion. Cost six. Um, Ubosh. O- Obosh the prey piercer. This card's good. Okay, hold on a second. How how come real fast you put an O in Uro and then you put a U in Obosh? How how does that happen, Ricky? Look, don't question me on my vowels. This is the lightning Ricky's round. Ricky's a published <laughs> author. We don't have time for this. Sure. Look, play one drops and three drops the deck, and then yeah. just and then just end them. And then play also play uh, Decay of the Twin Gods. Oh, don't do that too, please. I don't want to do, do the math. Uh, Janaga the Wellspring, double, probably good in Commander. Damage, pretty sick. Um, this card is probably really good in Commander. I have to look through my Niv Mizzet deck and see if this fits. Um, uh, I don't know. Because four four to Gruul for no card in your starting deck has more than one of the same mana symbol its mana cost, oh, and then you could tap it to just add Wooberg. And but you, that mana can't be used to pay generic mana cost. Yeah, which is definitely sure. the worst part of it. Like. Uh, Kahira the Orphan Guard, if you're playing I'm going to make cats, a bad cat deck. Oh, we're all going to make bad cat decks. <laughs> Have you but, seen the dinosaur cat token artwork? It's adorable, can, and I want one. You can one. also play tribal dinosaurs with this guy. Yeah, it's for one Slezzy Slezzy. You get a 3-2 companion, uh, which is each creature card in your starting deck is a cat, elemental, nightmare, dinosaur, beast. Uh, each it has, It's another Vigilance guy, so, you know, good for the Vigilance, vigilance gang. Vigilance gang. Vigilance gang. Vigilance gang. Vigilance gang. 
Gang, 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 gang. Each other creature you control that that's a cat, elemental, nightmare, dinosaur, or beast gets plus one, plus one, and has vigilance. So once again, gang, 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 gang. Mm-hmm. Vigilance gang is going to be the best meme deck I built in Standard. Probably. Um, um, all right. Finally. The, let's go back. To Orion, Orion, the Sky Nomad. Busted in Modern, probably? Um, because we have all the Everybody who is better at magic than me tells me this card is good, and I keep, like, like rubbing my screen. I think the Declaration of Independence is in there somewhere. <laughs> I can't find it. Again, it's, so it's, it's because, right, like, it's the only companion that doesn't limit your deck building in a way that, like, makes so you can only play certain spells. It just makes you play more cards. And in Modern, where we can fetch land for anything, where we have fetch lands, right, like, the deck size kind of doesn't matter at that point. Is 80 cards worth it? Well, we just play all the fetch lands and play a couple extra draw spells, and then I don't know exactly what the payoff is just yet, but, like, I get where people are coming from with Modern. In Pioneer, without fetch lands, we're probably not getting there. Like, I'm just saying, like, it's like step one, play 80 cards. Step two, uh, Urian. And then uh, step three, um, step four, profit. Right? <laughs> yeah. The, the, the grew of, like, what are we, like, we look what back, What are we right? doing, yeah. I, I mean, but, like, with Companion, though, at least in Pioneer, like, we don't have to Companion it, right? Like, we just played in the 75. Well, what are we blinking? I don't know. There's gotta be good but like I, I'm gonna lose to this card in Standard, because they're gonna play it in freaking Esper Pile. I can't beat Esper Pile. Every iteration of that deck, I've played every paper PDQ I've ever played in since Ravnica Allegiance has come out. Sure. I cannot beat Esper Pile. Hero of Precinct 1 will always defeat me. My opponent will play <laughs> And it's going to be Ed every time. They're going to play random multicolored cards that I've only seen at draft pods, and I'm going to read them, and then I'm going to sadly realize that I have lost the game, and I'm not going to know why. And now they're going to play 80 of them and this guy, and I'm going to lose again. I, I, I'm with Ruckman where I think I think this is like one of the good ones to just play. You know what I'm saying? It's like we can just play this in our in our blink deck. You know what I'm saying? Like, and uh, I mean it blinks everything. So like, there's got to be something worth value. There's that new guy that draws you cards, like right? Gains you life and draw you cards. There's also just like recently, Cloud Blazer. Cloud, no, there's another one. There's another new one. It's like a two sure. three with like flying or vigilance or something like that. There's also like the fox. Yeah, there you go. There's 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 things you can do. So I think this is I think this is gonna make a this is gonna make a blink deck potentially more viable in pioneer. Um, definitely make one in standard. So. Um, I mean, it works in Mono Blue Devotion with our uh, Master of Waves. Mm-hmm. True, true. We got, we got. That's a little bit of a win more, but hey, we got with all kinds of Toki Tokis now. Um, yeah, but I mean, and then of course the last real cycle is the lands, which you know, if you're already playing like Mystic Monastery and those ones, this is a better upgrade. But I would have preferred Enemy Cycle lands because at least they cycle for two. Yeah, see, I am. This was a, a hot contention because I like these lands. I don't think they're as strong as some people were contesting. But again, fetchable tricolor lands are, are pretty relevant. I think this is very yeah, that's good great. in modern. Yes, that's great for modern. That's it, and that's true. I think, but I we're, think modern. But we're a pioneer podcast. We're a pioneer podcast. You, and that's true. But just to give these modern? fair discussion, to give these a fair discussion. Sure, if, and and I didn't doubt that. I said modern these are great, but like you I did don't not think say these that. are like you did not say that, sir. I love okay, it. Modern, I was, I but, cast... but people are arguing with Pioneer, and I don't think these are great in Pioneer. They're not good Pioneer. 
they're not good. In modern, I can cast Wild Nactyl on turn one, and then turn two, give it a plus five Might of Old Alara. True. Sure, that's great in modern, and that's where I think these are fine. But, but I like can in cast Pioneer, Tribal Flames for five on turn again, two. Again, that's great in modern, Ricky. I'm not trying to deny they're not going to be sweet in modern. But like the one fetch that we have in Pioneer can't even get them. This is but true. Ruckman, if you're allowed to deal five damage to your opponent's dome for two mana on turn two in modern, why can't I play Splinter Twin? <laughs> what does this world come to? Answer the man, Ruckman. Answer it right now. You have an answer. Uh, 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 next question, please. No! <laughs> Let me answer that by asking you this. Let me skip over the question from CNN and move well, on to... Let me answer that question with, Hey, you got $300. You want some fetch lands? <laughs> oh, no. We're not going to go into that. 300 is not enough, That is a whole, that is is a whole can of worms I don't okay, want to talk well, about. Let's start from the bottom and work our way back up. You need uh, Cards that we want to talk to, or talk sure, about. Sure, cards... Cards I want to talk about. Um, uh, the Uzalith. Sure. Uzalith. Let's talk about Uzalith. This card's really cool. What is Uzalith? Uh, it is really cool, but what are we doing with it? We're playing Hardened Scales. Okay. Oh, this is the new... Um, is it a is it a one-man artifact or three-man artifact? One-man one artifact. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. And what is, what's, what it, what's the exact yet. effect? Okay. One mana for a legendary artifact, the Uzalith. Mm-hmm. Uzalith. Okay, whenever a creature you control leaves the battlefield, if it had counters on it, put those counters on the Ozolith. Okay. At the beginning of combat on your turn, if the Ozolith has counters on it, you can move all the counters from the Ozolith onto target creature. You live, you die, you live again. Yeah. Live, die, repeat. All we know is kill. Ride into Valhalla, shiny can I, chrome. Can I be Tom Cruise? You yeah. can shrapnel yeah. blast your hangerback walker, and you move all the counters to the Ozlith. And, and we still get dudes. Go to combat, and you put them all back on one of the dudes. And every time, if you have a hardened scales in play, you're going to tick up one, tick up one, tick up one. And it's another one we can insole on to. I, this card seems cool. Yeah, I'm in. Also, does the animating guy make a token or no? Which animating guy? Like the three-drop skilled animator? No, he just as long as he's on the okay. battlefield. I had a nightmare where he put a token on the guy. like the. Oh, the... yeah. Okay. No, it's, w- um, welcome back to reality. That's not a thing. All right. Um, okay, going a little back up. The next lineup... Uh, the Flash guy and the Menace guy, the Flash girl and the Menace guy, I think are pretty interesting. Uh, Sonorous Halbonder for one, Rakdos Rakdos. Menace, uh, he gives your guys Super Menace. So if it's a 2-2 that makes it so creatures with Menace can't be blocked by three or more creatures. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Chris and I are trying to make the Menace deck happen. I don't know if it's very good or not. Yeah. Um, it's like it trying to make fetch fair. happen. Yeah, like a lot of Ricky's uh, now inaccessible... Uh, baddecks.zip and my just uh, goldfish deck box or if you're just filling up with me just bring around and these are decks you're probably going to see in videos or deck techs or streams later on just as we mess around with them and there are still cards we want to talk to so we're not going to super get into deck list right now um, but we can save that for we can, sure we can talk about those next week because you know we'll be able to look at what's happened in that first weekend and you know uh, talk about our ideas for the format going forward, but there are still plenty of cards to talk about, so let's keep going. Uh, and then Cunning Nightbonder, 
Uh, Chris is... I, I still think green might be the option to take the Flash deck, but the more I think about it, Chris is probably right, and we can now probably just play Demir Flash because we get to play, like, Thoughtseize and stuff like that. And Further Forest is a card we haven't talked about in Silver Wisp. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just going to skip right to it. It's the same sort of thing, right? Yep. For blue, black, black, you get a 3-2 Elemental Nightmare with Flash. And then whenever you cast another spell that has Flash, you draw a card and each opponent loses one life. It doesn't matter whose turn it is when we play that Flash card. Right. We're going to draw a card, lose, our opponent's going to lose a life. Yeah, I'm definitely thinking Chris might be right now. I still like Night Pack Ambusher is still such a good card. But um, I definitely think, like, okay, I'll look at blue-black now. Yeah, a lot of, like, the so, ramp stuff, I think, in the green-blue kind of flash stuff, you're playing just because it's yeah. so powerful. But, like, I don't sure. think that we need it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think here yeah. we get to play, like, this gives you what you want. Where, like, here you get to play more of that controlling aspect. You get to play better removal spells. That was the problem yeah. that green-blue had was, like, I faced, because I played it for one of the uh, tournaments at PAX, and, like, um in several rounds, it's just like, well, my opponent's beating me down, and unless I draw yeah. my bounce effects, uh, I'm just dead. And even then, if I sure. draw my bounce effects, and they just, you know, the creatures they have have haste or something like that, you're just super dead. So this is a way that we get to play, because we're playing black, we get to play actual removal. We still get to play Brazenboro, which is one of the best flash cards uh, in the yeah. set. And, you know, we get to play Thoughtseize, Fatal Push, that type of thing. So, I do think we, do we even Gosh. play that five, Do we even play that, like, uh, giant guy with flash that makes our big stuff cheaper i don't know he's just a big beater with flash like there might be a reason to play him maybe um i'd like to call judge okay well uh because we're playing magic the gathering cards i have a teferi time raveler in play sure okay i've used his plus one and i have the night bonder in play uh okay. does that mean my supreme verdict costs white white blue uh no because teferi lets them uh, it depends. Read Teferi to me. Does he give them until, flash or does he let you cast until them Until your next turn, you may cast sorcery spells as though they had flash? It does not work. Same thing with Land Anticipation. It doesn't work there. All right, lame. Onslaught. Win. The dream is dead. The sound of Ricky's dream dying. We need a little sound yeah. effect for that one. Huh. Mm-hmm. This is where he put his awards if he had any. Um, I'm going to play the Flash Shark, though. You guys know I love me some Flash Shark, so Flash Shark could yeah, go in there. yeah. Um, all right, keep moving up the list here. Um, uh, Zenith Flare. Zenith Flare. Let's talk about Zenith Flare. Um, uh, for white, red, two at instant speed, because why not at instant speed? <laughs> Give it to me at instant speed. Is this bad if it's a sorcery? Uh, no, I'm casting it as a sorcery anyways, because my opponent has Teferi in play. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, I get to deal X damage to any target. Wow. Like that Teferi. Which I guess it's good face. that the uh, the Slither Wisp get, doesn't care what a turn we cast our flash spells on because our opponent will also have a Teferi in play. So it says Zenith Flare deals X damage to any target and you gain X life because, well, yeah, we need that life where X is the number of cards with a cycling ability in our graveyard. So this pushes that cycling deck just kind of over the top, right? At least in the standard? Oh, yeah. We are going over the top. I was playing it in Pioneer. I had the Pioneer list. It's in badideas.zip. I can't get right. to it now. Well, well, calm down, Sylvester Stallone. You can go over the top another day. Wow. Deep. Sprite Dragon? Is that something to talk about? Did we talk about Sprite Dragon yet? I don't know if we talked about Sprite Dragon. Well, uh, if you ever wanted to play Storm Chaser Mage... Now you can play two? Uh, don't play Storm Chaser Mage. Play Sprite Dragon. He has permanent por- prowess. Por- 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 dose. Mm, like, I mean, do you want to play both? Yeah, why not? This is a fairy dragon. Yeah, but we play Storm Chaser Mage, we play the fairy dragon, we play 
Taylor Swift Spear and we play Soulscar Mage, and then we don't need other creatures. That's true. This is very true. I like this. We can play Crash Through. Yeah. <gasps> I'm in. You had me at Crash Through. Yeah, Chris yeah. is in. All right, we got Chris in the car. Um, um, going up the next line. I like Regal Esr. Oh, this mutate guy. Yeah, I think he's interesting. Oh, I don't know if I'm he's sorry. great, but I think he he's had interesting. mutate, so I skipped him. <laughs> oh wow! Wow. Okay. Um, the better mutate. This message card? delivered by the vigilance gang. <laughs> the mutate cards have gotten way more, uh, or the mutate deck has gotten a lot more credible, in my opinion, a lot more. Um, playable with the more recent editions of some that just have cheap mutate costs for like either like okay or underwhelming abilities, but like, like this makes re- it reasonable re- to me because like now we can Regal play our Rea- big dudes and Regal mutate Leosar. small things onto them and get our sick triggers. Regal Leosar for just Boros is a two-two dinosaur cat with uh, that whenever this creature mutates, other creatures you control get plus two plus one until end of turn, and his mutate is also just one Boros Boros. Yeah. So he just curves into himself if you have two of them into your hand. And that's hybrid. So the total, just to be clear, yeah. the total cost on that was three. Yeah, yeah sorry. He, he it gives is... us bonus. Like, he wants us to go wide, but mutate makes us go tall. Right. This is a non-bow. This is true, but but mutate costs that cost two or three, if you're go looking for a mutate deck, in my opinion, are going to be strong. Again, not because their ability makes a ton of difference, but just because paying three mana to like trigger my one of my insane ones, like the snap decks, or the one that like gets permanence back or something like that. Just or like the one that. the one that makes other dudes. Right. Yeah. Tr- triggering those for some kind of effect, in my opinion, is what really you're going for. And even if it's not the regal guy that's going to be doing it, there's just been more cards spoiled since we saw mutate. We were talking about it last week that make these abilities better because the cost to mutate is so much lower than like like when I saw these initial ones and I was like, oh, two and like Mardu, it's like a total cost of five. I'm like, I don't pay five for an ability. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a strong ability, but like I liked the creature. You know, like give me the creature all day. I was waiting you for these cards. Joe Exo- to be you went you you went a little Joe Exotic with it. I'm not paying five I'm for an ability. I'm not paying no five for no. Dinosaur Cat Nightmare. Not when Carol Baskins is around. Oh, uh, no. Point is, point is, now that we've got these mutate abilities for cheaper, just now I'm will, I'm down to pay three for these abilities. I'll pay three to deal four damage to a creature and you gain four life. That's not the worst rate I've And also, anymore. like, even, even the inverse, he is a cheap creature that has a bonus ability if you mutate onto him with a more expensive mutate later into the game. Sure, that's what you want to do. So you get, like, double triggers as well. Yeah, sure. I, I want my big boy, but I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, uh, relevance there is, like, if you blink your mutate pile, you get all of them back into play. So, like, yeah. maybe there's some some combos there you can do where it's like, oh, I'm going to mutate, but really I want all these dudes in play. So, like, hey, I'll, I'll blink them, you know? There's a reason to play um, Yorian. Yeah. Do we do we just want to keep scrolling past Narset? Narset yes. is the worst mythic in the set. It is bad. <laughs> uh, for one of Jeskai, you get a four loyalty planeswalker, legendary planeswalker, Narset. Uh, you gain two life. Uh, or plus one is you gain two life. Add blue, red, or white. Spend this mana only to cast a non-creature spell. Minus two. Draw a card, then discard a card. When you discard a non, then you may discard a card. When you discard a non-land card that way, Narset of the Ancient Way deals damage equal to that card's converted mana cost to target creature or planeswalker. And then minus six, you get an emblem with whenever you cast a non-creature spell, this emblem deals two damage to any target. Isn't there just a better Chandra version of that emblem? Yeah, there is. It deals like five damage? Yeah, it's Chandra Torch. 
Also, yeah. uh, Narset really, really, really desperately wants to be Teferi. You can see her trying her darndest to kick that red mana symbol just right out of her cost. <laughs> and, like, honestly, if she would have done it, I would play her. At white, blue, colorless, this card is playable. But at white, red, blue, well, like colorless? The whole, the, whole, the whole apparently lore reason behind her being Jeskai is she's she, like, came to a, people that apparently might care. I care, because it's interesting to me. Um... The reason she is on Ikoria is apparently she came here to find out about Jeskai mana because Jeskai mana obviously doesn't exist anymore in the new Tarkir timeline. So she found a plane with wedges to try and go back to Khan, Tarkir at some point. I don't know. We're going to go back to Tarkir at some point. It's going to be about Narset trying to introduce wedges again. <laughs> uh, but that doesn't matter for Pioneer. Um, yeah, well, she's bad. You're right. <laughs> uh, uncommon we'll Narset tap that story is off a little bit of that there. <laughs> uncommon Narset is infinitely better than Mythic Narset. Like I can't, I have not seen a three mana Planeswalker that does so little. It's a four mana Planeswalker. Sorry, three color. Yeah. Like I mean, I mean the two color Planeswalkers printed recently have been way better. Than, I mean, like. Yeah, like the one her one color version makes it so her minus two does nothing unless you just want to discard a card. Like, do you know what Oko does? No, I've never heard of that. No, card. the card's banned. What does that card do? The card had two pluses. Yeah. Like, I, honestly, after Oko, I want to see every planeswalker designed like Narset. Like, man, like, it's like you if if Narset if Narset went to the dome, right? Is it like even worth still looking like even talking about them? Yeah, I would at least play some dumb YouTube deck just to, like, throw... I don't know, what's the biggest card we can throw? World Spine Worm? We could throw World Spine Worm in our opponent's face. Sure. I would play that deck. I would stream that deck. Yeah, like, we would Absolutely. make content with that deck. Yeah. We would not go to any competitive event with that deck, but man, wouldn't I look cool on YouTube throwing my World Spine Worm at my opponent's face? Sure and, like, would. she can't even do that. Yes. We were talking about the same thing with uh, Vivian, we can, we like... can, we can throw her at a Boros Reckoner and then... <laughs> hey, there we go. Hey. Now we're talking. Alright, I think we have... Uh, I'll cut this out so we can make that YouTube video look cool. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's keep scrolling off the page here. Whisper Squad. Huh? Whisper Squad. Whisper Squad? You think Whisper Squad? Uh, oh wait, this is a Pioneer podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, never mind. Let's keep there, moving. We can also we can also at most find three other whisper squads. I I just I love this card. I want seven in my draft deck. Sure. I don't know what they I do after cool. I, after I get them um, out. Uh, scrolling plummet. Of oh, the, the suplex uh, plummet art. Yeah, the or like the no, it's riding a bird. Um. Uh, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. The prof fire prophecy. Oh yeah, fire prophecy. That's a good one. Um, is that like I think it's gonna be like a sweet like a combo deck, right? Like we put a combo piece we don't care about back onto our onto the bottom of our, our record, out of our library so we can find it later. Or, like our polymorph deck. If this could hit planeswalkers, I would like to declare this the best common in the set, or probably sure. at least just like. A really good con like it would be better than Scorching Dragonfire and that sees play in dragons, by the way. Uh for the for the prof, this is our number one popper card. Uh yeah, he didn't want us to do popper. He does his own popper. I know. I'm just saying, um, I would expect this to at least be like top five, like top two, if not top one. Right. Um, right. I want to point out because you guys keep glossing over it. You didn't let me speak because you wanted to go back to Vivian later. That 
if Vivian was printed in uh, Eldraine, that card we're, would okay, have like Chris, eight we're, we're coming back to Vivian. She's further up the page. Oh my god, okay. We can let you go off of Vivian in like five more minutes maybe. Well, like, I don't think there's many other cards really talked about here. Um, lead? Stormwind Capridor? I don't know. Like, that card's kind of interesting. It's also the same line as uh, Lead the Stampede. Does Lead the Stampede do anything? No. Um, Wait, Lead the Stampede? Lead the Stampede yeah. does a bunch. Okay. Um, Lead the Stampede is a good magic card. What does it do for Pioneer? Um, it looks at the top five cards in your library. Yeah. And you can reveal any number of creature cards from among them and put the real cards. It's good in the Elves deck. Yeah, the people that are still trying to make Elves happen. Yeah. Um, I think it's definitely a fine card. Uh, there's going to be creature de- Creature-based decks will play this card in Pioneer. Sure. They play it fair. in Modern. Yeah, in the Elves deck. Yeah, in the Elves deck. Uh, Chris, you like Glowstone Recluse, right? Which one's that? Uh, the three mana, two, three reach spider that whenever it mutates, it gets two all encounters. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's another one that I like just because again, it's another thing that gives you value, right? Like mutates cute, but again, it's just a lot of times it's too cute. So this is a way to get a card where it's like, oh, now I'll pay five mana to put these pretty solid triggered abilities on here. Cause at least I'm getting mm-hmm. some of the stats on it. Right. Like when I first saw mutate, yeah. I was like, oh, this is strong. Cause like it's, it's got, has to be adding the stats of the creature you're playing to the other one. And when I learned it's like, no, 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 you just get the ability. I was like, oh, well, this is like real, real bad. So finding Can a card t- like this where it's like, oh, yeah, like we get to we get some stats reward for our mutate. I think that's a solid choice. I need a brief um, soapbox for Heartless Act. Sure. I was about to go back to that one. Yeah. This card's bonkers, actually. That card's very good. Yeah. This Mr. card is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Your cat likes it. But uh, for two mana instant, we get to either destroy target creature with no counters on it or remove three counters from target creature. Imagine that was target permanent. We get to say bye to fairy. Um, uh, better. It combos with a certain. A certain thing. Uh huh. Yeah, it t- combos with Mothra. Yeah, I get it. Nope. A certain thing that may or may not be in the ice. It may be frozen. Oh, okay. All right, fair. It removes all four it, counters. Yep. It, it does let you out of the thing in the ice. Yes. Okay, that's fair. So um, is that coming to a YouTube channel near near you? No, this is good actually. I think thing in the ice is a no. Good... I'm saying are, I'm saying are we do are we are we like is that going to be a deck tech at some point? Is this this thing we're streaming? We'll I mean, it. we'll make it happen. It's a it's all a right. removal spell that you can play for cheap. Like it it's kills in, almost everything. It's in blue and black. Like we're ooh. gonna play it in inverter and we're gonna play thing in the ice in our board. Like what is like the big problem with like the th- like the inverter deck like swarmy low to the yeah. ground decks that you can't beat yeah and now we get to like just make our own wrath mm-hmm. sure and this card is not bad in our deck like heartless act will sit in our main deck this card instead of playing like our, our downfalls or something like that right yeah like... um I think this card is fine answering creatures it kills all the red creatures yeah. Um, and then yeah. uh, in our board, instead of pack rats, we can play thing in the ice. Sure. Okay. Um, is Grim Dancer something to look at? Which one? Grim Dancer. It's the. It's the yeah one black black for a three three. That when the battlefield, you can get two different counters between menace, death touch, lifelink, so we're a menace gang. No, but I do think that hunted nightmare is. See, I yeah I like hunted nightmare a lot. Um, which is of course one black black for a four five menace. Uh, that we have to give something Death Touch on our opponent's board? Uh, if they have something to give Death Touch. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's definitely interesting. Uh, how about the design of Flame Spill? It's, an, it's, a, it's a burn spell with Trample? 
Isn't um, it just a reprint of an unset card? It is. They were just like, I like oh, this card a lot. Idea. I like this card yeah. a lot. Um, I mean, everybody who's playing Slaying Fire currently in Standard, I think, is going to probably play Flamesville. Sure. Or uh, play both. Okay, Chris. Uh, last card before Vivian. Draneth Magistrate. Draneth Magistrate? Yeah, the mono, the one and a white for a 1-3 that your opponents can't cast spells from anywhere other oh, than their hands. Oh, this is the combo with um, Possibility Storm. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I, also, th- I think that's going to be Storm. extent of its use. I think it's better in... Like, it also modern. shuts down uh, Underworld Breach. This is true. But it's a 1-3 for 2. It's like... Mm. Sure. Doesn't also, a um, uh, Keen Sight Mentor. Um, he puts a Vigilance Counter on something. And then you can tap him uh, to put a 1-1 counter on every creature you control with Vigilance. Where is this? I don't see this. Is it Mono White? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there it is. Okay. So, uh, Vigilance Gang, Vigilance Gang, Vigilance Gang. Okay, all right. All right, Chris. Draineth Magistrate needed to be a 3-1 with First Strike and Vigilance. I think we want it to be a 1-3 so it just doesn't die to, like... Shock. No. 3-1, first strike Vigilance, so it can be part of the Vigilance gang, then it might be playable. Okay. Okay. And it's true Vigilance gang. Right, it needed, like, three more paragraphs of text to be playable in this current format. Here, here, is, your Vivian, here is your Vivian soapbox. Okay. As I have said before, the only point I'm really trying to make with this card is you go... Real fast, before Vivian, uh-huh. before Vivian. Let's go ahead, like, other cards real quick. No, no, go okay. ahead, go ahead. <laughs> uh, oh, my uh, headphones unplugged here. Hold, please. Holding. Did that mess up your recording? What's that? Is your recording still going? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Right, just make sure. Double check. Yeah, I, I've been looking. It's up on a different screen. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, back to the real world here. Uh, Vivian is a card that starts with three loyalty. And my whole thing is like, th- this is definitely a card that was designed after the Oko flashback, if you ask me. Like, this is just so far from the Oko world where, like I said, if you compare this to Oko, it would start with like eight loyalty. And again, all of its abilities would be pluses. Like, for five mana starting with three, and it's got like a plus one. It's like we can't even activate the minus two several times. Even compared to like Karn, where we get to like search two cards out of our sideboard twice. Like here, we have to like up it once just to get its second ability twice. But it's it does say a lot about this set, right? That like there are so many other cards that we wanted to talk about before Vivian. Like, don't get me wrong, Vivian is still pretty good. Yeah, sure. They definitely put a lot of their power uh, into what creatures, is, which makes sense. We, to creatures. Okay, what is what does Vivian actually do? Because we've talked a lot about Vivian without saying what she actually does. Sure, she. She is the um, Corsair of Crufix of Creatures. She's a five-mana planeswalker. I'm doing this off the top of my head, so correct me if I'm wrong. It's three uh, colorless and two green. And her static correct. ability is you can look at the top card of your library at any time. It is not revealed. You can look at it yourself. And then you can cast the top card of your library if it is a creature card. Is that right? Cast sure. creature yes. spells from the top of your library, yes. Right, there you go. And then her plus one makes you a 3-3 three, three boar or some creature type. 3-3 three, three beast. And you, you yeah. give it a uh, a counter that is either like Vigilance, Trample, or what else? Reach. Vigilance, Trample, or Reach. So you get uh, your you three. You give it a Vigilance, Vigilance counter. For Vigilance Gang? For Vigilance Gang. Vigilance Gang. The, the Vigilance counter uh, has to look like a blue bandana. Okay. For the Vigilance Gang. Sure, sure. Uh, uh, and then her minus two. Yeah, her her minus two is whenever or the next time you cast a creature spell this turn, you tutor for a creature that costs less and put it into play from your deck. Yeah, do you get to pick. cast the card or does it just come into play? 
puts it into the battlefield. Uh, it puts the battlefield. Okay, nifty. So that, in my opinion, is a very, very strong effect. Like, I think this is a very, very strong Planeswalker to come back from, like, top deck wars. Like, if your opponent... Sure. Like, this, in my opinion, is a pretty strong... And compared to Nyssa... Um, yeah, I don't know that it's I don't know that it's stronger than Nissa, but I do really like the no, fact that like not. if we're a creature deck, like hey, boom, like we cast our whatever dude, we go get another strong dude out, you know? Yeah, but uh, but man, does it just like poop all over Narset? Like, <laughs> like even yeah. Luca, who I'm like, Luca's interesting, right? Like he like probably might not do anything, but like he's interesting. And then you just look at Narset, and you're just like, wow, yeah, for sure. Again, Luca's strong for just the combo potential, right? Like, Luca's a card you could build yeah. a deck around. And I think that's what's interesting about it, you know? I do think that with Vivian, I will say, I do think... It, when was the last time you've seen, like, a Planeswalker that all like that plussed to make a like a token that blocks? Oh, it's been, a, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Normally it's a minus like, ability. Yeah. That used to be, like, the thing, right? With, like, mm-hmm. Elspeth. Originally, Elspeth came out. It was, like, she pluses to protect herself. Right. Uh, like, Garrick's would plus to make, like, a beast. Uh, Garrick eventually plus one to make a beast, but at or first like he wolf. minus one. Yeah. 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 Um, the, uh, like, I'm always, like, keep, I keep every Planeswalker that says plus make token. Sure. Uh, just, like, in a, in a, in a pile, in the back room, you know? Mm-hmm. Just in, in case. In the, uh, crazydex.zip file? Uh, no, not in that. I'm okay. not allowed in that oh, file anymore. Okay, we can't open that anymore, because Ricky found out what happens when we rename something a dot .zip. It was a funny joke. I didn't know it had repercussions. <laughs> Anyways, that's Ikoria. That's Ikoria. Coming There's to some sweet stuff. Uh, no tables near you until May. Coming to a Magic Online near you. Well, coming to tables near you if you live in APAC. Mm-hmm. Man. This weekend. And Can then I coming just order to... Japanese cards? How expensive are they right now? I have no idea. People are doing it. I had a saw guy yeah. post to one of our Texas groups asking about it. I'm like, hey, explain to me how I buy Japanese cards, please. Yeah. Just cause, but most of them wanted uh, the Japanese dinosaurs, right? Like coming yeah. coming What's to a magic on coming to a magic online. Uh, it's about a cent. Yeah. Uh, coming to a magic online near you the day this podcast comes out in an arena near you. Uh, so I think um, Friday stream is probably going to be Ikoria Limited because we won't have access to Ikoria cards on MTGO until the weekend. So probably Sunday stream is going to be just sort of jank Ikoria brews, and then Friday is going to be limited. Live draft. Yeah, I'm iffy about it, but I'm going to try it because it's free. Live draft on Arena, boys! Yeah, you get to draft the pod, you don't get to play with the pod. Yeah, it's worse. I mean, that's how MTGO is, too. It's got draft leagues. No, yeah. you could you could still draft, you can still play against your pod, and, or, you, like, it, it, you cannot play a league. Yeah, but I think the difference is, like, because in, in MTGO, just how the interface is. Sure. Like, you can always, like, see exactly how many people are waiting for the draft currently. Yeah. And I don't think you're going to be able to see that in Arena. I think also there will be more drafts just firing, fat, like, quicker. Yeah. It's also, like, I don't like the, well, this is for more experienced players, so we're going to, like, increase the prize pool, but also, like, double the the buy-in. Hell yeah. I don't know. Like, it just feels to me like even if you aren't in a more experienced player, like, it's going to be the better draft environment. Um, and so, like, just kind of doubling the buy-in on it just kind of sucks for players trying to play on a budget, right? Play big, win big, boys. Yeah, it's but, definitely I mean, tough. I'm also going to try some of the bot drafts still, 
because sure. I, I still want to get that eight Whisper Squad deck. Well, 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 it is it is kind of annoying because like the the bot drafts are still going on that tweak rotation, so you're gonna have to people draft this first like two weeks until it rotates to Ikoria for bot drafts. So if you want to draft Ikoria right, you're gonna only be able to draft every like two weeks for however long. So that that is my one downside to locking in the player drafts in that aspect is that if you want to always draft Ikoria, sometimes you're going to have to pay more. Yeah, it's an interesting spot. Like, it does feel like a one step forward, one step back. I, I just don't like draft legs in general. It feels to me like they're babying the consumer a little bit too much. Maybe they did enough market research and they said, hey, this is what people want to do. And hey, I mean, I guess that's fine. But like, I I always thought that like draft pods can be RNG enough because like, uh, used to get me so frustrating at like GPs where like, I wouldn't win a draft pod not because, like, I didn't play well or didn't draft well. Like, I drafted insane. But it turns out the guy on the other side of the of the table had two players who, like, never played Magic before next to him, which is fine. Yeah. But then, like, I'd be like, man, look at my deck. Like, I've got all these insane rares. And he's like, oh, I have the two best Mythics in the set, and they got passed to me. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like Which is why because... you play in pod at competitive events. Right, for sure. And again, like, but it's at least it's a better experience because at least I got to win my first one. Whereas, like, I just fear in draft league where it's like, oh, look, my opponents didn't know, like, what the most strong, the strongest cards were. Or at least a bot has some kind of inkling. Like, I know that was a problem for giving up uh, the mill deck in Eldraine. But, like, other than that, like, you know, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm, but I'm like, worried well, it's going to be worse. But with draft league, right? Like, it feels bad because it's like, it's, it's even more compounded on now, right? Like, with draft league, yeah, it sucks when people don't know how to draft at your pod and like it feeds one player. But now you have to worry about like who doesn't know how to draft five pods over right. for me. That's, what, go I'm, play that's what I'm talking about. Is like I I, I would yeah. prefer to draft in the pod. What I'm saying is pod already has enough problems. Like I feel sure. like you exacerbate them ten times when you get to play against whatever. And again, you're just gonna see the degeneracy. Like once you get enough wins, where you're thinking like, wow, I got a strong deck. It's just like you know you, you will if you get a and this is almost already a problem in bot draft right where it's like if i have a strong deck that doesn't feature a lot of rares because i picked strong commons and uncommons over sure. like medium rares i'm just going like to i still i'm still just gonna lose right. the dream thrall exactly and right like i like i was playing draft through the day and it's like man i got to like five wins out of my seven wins and you just couldn't win another one i got to one loss to that point i played like two rares in my deck maybe it may have been one mm. but like every time i just picked good uncommons but once i started hitting three or four wins every opponent i played had bomb rares and i got lucky in two games where i had the removal for it like i specifically saved removal because like this guy's gonna have something insane and of course he plays a heliod and I get to play my Revoke mm-hmm. Existence on it. But after that, it was like people start having two, three bomb rares in their in their draft pool, and it's just insane. Like, I just can't beat it with my value on Commons deck. At that point, you have to have bombs from the set, or you just can't hit, for the most part. There's obviously exceptions. I typically average very, very high um, win averages in draft, but again, that's just kind of that point where you get four or five, where like, oh, I'm just going to play against bomb rares now. And now that, again, yeah. you're going to have that human element in there where it's like, well, the humans might be worse than bots, depending on who it is. That's definitely... I'm interested to see. I'm going to reserve judgment because, you know, we've been it's doing gonna gloom be before. It's not going to be as bad as but... draft leagues on MTGO because in draft leagues on MTGO, you can see exactly who and how many people are sitting sure, in, in draft in, pod. Yeah. And in, draft, in draft pod. leagues, yeah, in draft leagues, we can get all the boys in a draft pod. And you can you can build the best decks out of the pods, which is kind of annoying because like with direct challenges, right on Arena, like I'd love to be able to like get the Odessa boys and us in a draft pod on Arena, and then like direct challenge each other after we have to play. 
Yeah, but there's yeah. other technology. But I mean, it took them it took them forever to have a friends list in this game. So like, they're still they, like they put all their effort in making it pretty. You know, arena in particular. So it's look. They Watsi knows how to make card games. They don't know how to make digital environments. Look, right. that animation of Oro when his big face appears every time my opponent plays that stupid card. That was more important than the friends list, okay? Oh, look, I will still always love the Asian, the like the video of the Asian gentleman who just freaks the hell out of his chair when he sees the demonic patrol animation, <laughs> and he just like falls out of his chair, right? I'll never forget my opponent um, demonic betraying, and we counterspell fight over it, and then it resolves, and he goes, "Does that mana?" Yeah, he has one. He casts my opt. I'm just like, yep, you I got it, that. buddy. <laughs> All yours. All right. On Twitter, we're at Crew3Podcast. You can find these boys at... I'm at It's underscore Christmas. Uh, at also Steve on Twitter. If you guys... Ricky, Ricky smelling the toast of this Twitter. <laughs> <out there. laughs> yeah. uh, if you guys want more Pioneer content, find the YouTube. We're going to start putting out some more stuff there. Uh, Chris is editing a video right now that will be out, definitely be out by the time you hear this episode. Um, and we're going to hopefully start putting more deck techs. If not, there's more videos out there. I'm going to try and be digital about uploading the VODs. Also, speaking of VODs for the Twitch, uh, guys, we're getting really close to hitting affiliate. Um, so we're going to definitely try and make a big push here to reach that follower account so we can try and make affiliate on Twitch. Uh, so if you guys are even just like, even if you're not going to tune in every week, if you can give us a follow, which is Crew3Podcast on Twitch, uh, make sure you go ahead and do that for us so we can try and hit affiliate. Uh, like I said, this Friday we're going to be streaming some Ikoria Limited. Uh, whether it's not just me, maybe some of these boys will be able to join me for a little bit. That'll be fun. And then, of course, on Sunday, I'll be streaming a bunch of just Ikoria brews and stuff like that just to get the, the juices flowing. Some ideas from Ricky's Bad Decks.zip, uh, probably something with the Cats deck, probably some Menace stuff. We're going to try a bunch of different Ikoria stuff uh, if the cards are available. That's going to be a big thing is if the cards are available for us. So, yeah. Anything else, guys? Um, no, I think that's great. I think Ikoria's in the books is going to be a fun set. Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, I know this is a long one, and thank you for listening to my ghost story ramble. Uh, but I, I feel like the world had to know about my Mr. Magoo Day. Uh, and we'll talk to you all next time. See ya.